Hey everybody, this podcast is brought to you by SmallBatchCigar.com. And right now, when you go to SmallBatchCigar.com, create an account, and use this promo code LOS10, that's LOS10, you can get 10% off, plus 5% towards your reward points. So those of you out there that like these cigars, I actually found a few good ones myself. But uh, I'm not going to tell y'all because I don't need those to go out of stock right before Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back into it. This podcast is also brought to you by Factormeals.com. Factormeals.com. Listen, you can use a promo code right now, Legion50, and get 50% off. I mean, who else is doing that? And this is just for a limited time. Limited time. All right. Uh, you know, Factor Meals, I'm, I'm giving y'all 50% off of the food on my own plate. You know, that, that's if that ain't love, I don't know. Better yet, give me back my fucking cornbread. That's my, you want your cornbread? <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> Anyways, factormeals.com, guys. Um, Legion 50, get that 50% off. And, you know, some of you starting a new year might want to try, you know, meal prep and all that stuff. It's a good way to start. All right, let's get back into it. And this is also brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. That's right, everybody. You know which one I'm talking about, the Dollar Shave Club. At Dollar Shave Club, you're going to get all of your favorite grooming, shaving products automatically delivered to your door. I mean, it doesn't get any simpler than that. That's all. I just got to sit on my ass and then boom, there it is right at the door. Uh, and matter of fact, the, the, the razor blades are really top notch. Uh, in, in my opinion, I don't use anything other than Dollar Shave Club. So, I mean, don't take my word for it. Try it out. It doesn't get any simpler than that. In fact, it gets harder. That's right. It, it gets harder, like past the chub harder. I'm talking about full blood, pumping, veiny, pulsating hard. And that's why Dollar Shave Club makes it easier. Oh, I'm a damn fool. All right, guys, let's start this episode. <laughs> Yes, cut that shit. Pull the plug. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Psilocybe Tribe podcast. And, of course, you already know it's your boy Salvia the Mint here bringing you once again another badass episode. Um, we are close to the end of the year. We are close to the end of the year. And, my goodness, like to see this podcast grow especially with people around the world, different countries. Uh, I, I had emails that I had to uh, copy and paste in a translator. And, I mean, it translates the best that I could possibly get. But some people use slang. 
So I don't know what, um, you know, what some words are. But regardless, we have uh, Russian, Russian uh, thanks. So big shout out to Russia. Um, and that doesn't mean I'm not giving love to Ukraine. You know, all war aside, um, we, we are brought together with this tribe here. And uh, <laughs> I just want y'all to know I am greatly thankful for each and every one of you guys. And that's really the best Christmas present I could get. On top of that, I got um, Carhartt, I believe, uh, two hoodies, a white and a black. So I guess one for every outfit I have, and that's awesome. Uh, thank you once again. Uh, so I had a little bit of unfortunate but fortunate bad news. So I know I talked about merch being out and available this week, or I mean this month, but my uh, supplier decided to become jealous of the moves and waves that we're making. So he pulled the plug on it and doesn't want to help us. But whenever I explained that to another guy who's also doing some shit, he told me, don't worry about that. I'm going to hook you up with my guy. We'll get you some t-shirts made. And I was like, you know what? That's fucking networking. Like, that's what I'm fucking talking about. There's too many people out there that are like, like all these rappers, they're all, fuck you guys. It's only me. It's me, me, me. I'm not going to support nobody, but make sure you go and like and subscribe to my shit. Like, why? <laughs> I mean, in my personal opinion, your music sucks, but I'm trying, you know, I mean, it's not everybody. Some people got some good jams, but there are some rappers out there that just really got some trash shit. And I just, I, I'm, I'm a genuine person here. All jokes aside, I joke around too much, but I just, you know, if I see like this thing's possibly not going anywhere, then I'm not, I'm, <laughs> you know, Hey, it's not like you like this shit. Anyways, there was like one person I'm taking shots at right now. And, um, Anyways, and I know they're going to hear this, so a big fuck you. <laughs> but anyways, uh, let's keep it moving. Man, I was just talking with my uh, my stepson about, you know, girls and stuff in his school because he's coming with me or he's coming to me asking about, like, what is flirting and what is this? What is that? And, you know, it's like. As a father, I'm just happy to kind of raise up, rise up and explain to him like, yeah, this is why she's doing this. This is why you're hearing this or that. And this is what you should do. And the question also remains, are you trying to break her heart or take advantage of her? Because that will make you a player. Or do you really care about this girl? You know what I mean? It's, it's like I'm, I'm trying to show the difference between being a player and being a genuine man about it. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't believe that he's going to be a heartbreaker. He has a genuine soul. And uh, anyways, it's just, it feels good to be like getting to that level with him. But uh, I told him, man, sometimes you will be like some things that are a little intimidating to me are like slutty chicks that try to talk to you and flirt with you like, like a dude that's trying to pick up a, a woman and uh, it'll be a little awkward because you're not so used to seeing like, a, you know, a soft little tiny little girl. You know what I mean? Like 
trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like talk all cocky and shit to you. Like, Hey, I think I get it. You know, you can drop the act, honey. I, we can go out on a date. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me get your number, blah, 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 blah. Now, if it's one of these, like, I don't know, super heavy, uh, sides of your heads are shaved off and you got a mohawk with square looking glasses i don't know like <laughs> at first i'm gonna question whether or not you like guys or not because you know the the fashion of today is a little odd i don't know it's in my opinion it's just like i'm trying to read what you're giving me but you're a little standoffish here but anyways uh, <laughs> there is some good news there's some finally good news over in Dallas, Texas. I have some family that I finally got them to start locking their house, uh, the doors. They, they for real, guys, I'm, I shit you not, even throughout the night, the doors are unlocked. And you know what their excuse was? Well, we have guns. Goes, yeah, well, what if the person coming into your, do into your home also has guns? They're not going to be startled by waking up or nothing. They came in prepared. They got a little, they have an advantage on you. Anyways, uh, it was a little bit bittersweet, but gold. See, I rented a U-Haul and I ended up taking this U-Haul, uh, and all the way to their house. And I went inside and took, because the door was completely unlocked. And I took the one thing that, uh, that they just couldn't help but miss. Cause the last thing you want to do is take like some silverware and just like never hear anything about it. Like, oh, well, I thought we misplaced it. No, we needed something that was going to be obvious. And uh, I took their leather sofas and I moved them into the, uh, I moved them into the U-Haul and took off with them. And lo and behold, I got a phone call and we were starting to talk about it. And they're about to go buy new leather sofas. And I was like, son of a bitch, like, don't, don't go spend your fucking money on these. I have your sofas. And they're just like, huh? What? Like, they couldn't put two and two together. Like, he just took our sofas so that he could teach us a lesson. So I had to play it to my advantage. And I played them like a fiddle. <laughs> oh, man. See, I was going to take the TV first, but it was chained to the wall. I've never seen that before. Their flat screen TV was chained to the wall right behind it. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's one thing if, if I was a robber I would not expect that uh, I would actually I would leave the house I'm like you know what this seems like a trap <laughs> but anyways uh, I guess it wasn't their first time so anyways later I called told them, to, told them the news I'm outside with your sofas and I'm like I found the suspects and uh, I robbed them back and they were just like in disbelief, like, how the hell did you do that? And I said, I'm just kidding. I took your sofas. You know, it's like, it's better than doing that than ripping off the TV from the wall and then having to repair a wall. Like, I'm look, <laughs> I'm trying to teach him a lesson, not fucking go broke <laughs> repairing somebody's wall. Anyways, uh, it reminded me of this time. You know, we eventually, we all laughed about it. But it reminded me of this time where my brother and I were so young that all we had to our names was just bicycles. And uh, we came home from riding around the block in the neighborhood. And we both left our bikes because all the kids do it. We left our bicycles in the front grass of the house. And, um, you know, we're visiting with our family inside, shooting the shit, bullshitting around. You know what I'm talking about. 
And then when we come back for our bikes, they're gone. And so, you know, it, it just, that was the lesson that my grandpa was trying to teach me. And he definitely taught me something. He definitely taught me the lesson. My brother didn't seem to give a fuck because, you know, he gets everything. I'm, I'm not the favorite, <laughs> but he gets everything on a golden spoon. I get the rusty one. But anyways, hey, I still had a spoon. You know what I'm saying? And then I switched it out for a spork. So, yeah, multi-tool action going on. <laughs> anyways. Um, but <laughs> it was crazy. Come around full circle, huh? See, for me, um, when I get robbed, I'm not, like, sitting there just with my jaw hanging open, just like, Oh, no, I can't believe this shit. Like, this ain't my first rodeo, honey. <laughs> I've been, um, oh, whoa, what was this? Hold on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the first, the very first, you already know, it happens every episode, the very first interruption. <laughs> so don't get too comfortable. It might happen again. I've Matter of fact, my phone is on vibrate. How the fuck does that even happen? Like, how does the... What? It's it's literally on vibrate. Anyways, whatever. I'm just going to keep going. So whenever I get robbed, you know, I've been robbed at knife point. I've been robbed um, at fist point because there was three, three or four dudes. The next time was with a gun. And I'm like, you know what? There's no point in even trying to fight. Like... On my door, the the handle of my door, there was like a razor blade. And I thought to myself, that's a very sharp blade. I barely used it. I could totally fuck somebody up. But what about the other two that have guns, you know? <laughs> so that's not going to work. <sighs> but uh, anyways, it just reminds me sometimes. Uh, I'm reminiscing now. The time that I, and I told this story before that my boy, me, uh, George and I, we were out there in the park early in the morning, too, smoking some weed. Uh, he had this badass spider-looking glass pipe. And uh, I'll speed this up so that way it doesn't take too long. But, yeah, we're sitting there smoking some weed, and he's asking me about picking up chicks. Same thing I was doing with my uh, with my son. And so I'm, we're, we're sitting there going over, like, you know, this is what flirting looks like. This is what flirting is, and... You know, teasing and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I'm I'm trying to teach him to understand flirting, but not be a fucking negging, uh, a cock. <laughs> and anyways, that while we're sitting there just having that moment together as bros, we get these fools that run up on our windows in the car and just rob the shit out of me. And we didn't have much, but they took it all. <laughs> it was some really good weed and they took that too. So I was a little on... I was a little bit unhappy about that, but what you going to do at that point, you know? Shit, speaking of weed, what about Snoop Dogg, right? This fool went once again all over the, the media talking about, I no longer smoke weed. Please respect my privacy. Like, bro, you're not being very private. <laughs> you're not. By sitting there and blasting this out to the media, you're getting a lot of attention. The same attention that you did many years ago when you say that you stopped smoking weed then. And then you started smoking weed again. 
Now you want to stop. You know, Snoop Lion, Snoop Dogg, Snoop, Snoop. Look, dude, you got to pick one or the other. I think these guys get so rich and they they see an upscale life that they want to let go of the hood shit that they were involved with or represented. But that's what got you to where you're at. You know, you can't forget about your roots. Snoop Lion should know that. But anyways, uh, I thought that was some other bullshit, <laughs> to be honest. Yo, what about all this shit about Puff Daddy? Or those of you that are younger, P. Diddy, right? It doesn't, I don't know how many... Why did these rappers change their names? It's like, this name is what got you there. Why are you going to change it now? You had Puff Daddy. Now, I don't know what that really meant, Puff Daddy. But then you just switch over to P. Diddy. Like, you know, I think P. Diddy diddled quite a few ditties because those are the allegations that are going out, right? Bad boy for life. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Y'all heard that, right? There's these rape allegations about P. Diddy. And it was just in time. Just in time, this shit comes out where he's claiming to be gay. All these rumors and shit about him being gay. It's like, well, what a perfect time to, to make people think you're gay whenever you have rape allegations against you. Like, that's a perfect way to shut some shit up. But, like, if I was a millionaire and I was in that same boat, let's say I did do some shit to some woman, and I, I would, that's a perfect, that's a great chess move. You know, that's, that's an excellent play. But we know how crooked the business is. Look at Suge Knight. This guy looks like he's always scheming. Like every picture that I've ever seen of Suge Knight is like the face of somebody about to commit a crime. <laughs> Suge Knight. What does Suge even mean? Like it's S-U-G. Sug. Suge. <laughs> you can suck at this dick. Anyways. So we all know what happened to, uh, let me lift this up, uh, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, the guy on Friends, you know, just who passed away. And the, for a while, people have been quiet because we're like, what the fuck? Like, how did he die? Was this an Illuminati kill or what? If you look at how much money they made per episode, and there's like, there's probably a million seasons, I think, right about like, 20 seasons and every episode they just they were raking it in and he said he had a substance abuse problem but now now the results are in Maury and Maury Povovich says you are not the father <laughs> oh man yeah Maury's uh, I mean Matthew Perry Matthew Perry supposedly died from ketamine. Or at least that's what they're saying in the toxicology report. But let me tell you guys about ketamine. Or at least a little something, something you may know, might not know. Ketamine detoxes out of your system within like anywhere between three to six hours. Like it's gone. It's kind of like cocaine. It's, well, faster. I don't know. It's just a matter of hours and it's gone. And, um, it's weird, you know, that shit just, uh, doesn't add up almost like it was a paid cover up. 
I don't know. I don't want to get a magic bullet just flying through my windshield and just killing me. You know, it's like shit. I was just trying to get to Burger King, <laughs> Burger King. But anyways, that's it is kind of weird. But yeah, these guys were making so much money per episode. Matter of fact, let's pull it up. All right. All right. This is it, man. The cast was paid $22,500 for each episode in the early seasons. However, in the last two seasons, each star of the main cast, that's including Jennifer Aniston, uh, that's Rachel, uh, David Schwimmer, Ross, Courtney Cox, uh, Monica, and of course, Matt LeBlanc, that's uh, Joey, uh, Lisa Kudrow and Matthew Perry, uh, Phoebe and Chandler. Yeah, they took home $1 million per episode. And that made them the highest paid TV actors of the time. Holy shit. Man, I, I don't know how I would be. I, I don't know how to behave with that kind of money in my pocket. It's like, yo, I can go out on a, a year of debauch, debauchery. <laughs> and just cause so much shit. And wow, you know, if I get locked up in prison or a DUI or some shit, it's fine. I'll just bail out, pay my fines, and just get on with it. Like court fees and everything. Pfft, whatever. Man, that's crazy. Now, I had a conversation online not too long ago about the. Uh, about petty celebrities that are really petty with each other. And the number one that I could really, like, there's a lot of people that don't like each other. And there was this battle between the number one spot, which was ICP and Eminem or Ja Rule and 50 Cent. And it turns out um, ICP and Eminem have squashed the beef, I think. So that they're cool about it now. So that just leaves... Uh, 50 Cent and Ja Rule. <laughs> it's like, Ja Rule has to be like the biggest punk in the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? 50 Cent, whenever he dies, 50 Cent will uh probably post a video online talk, like mocking him, just like, my biggest break was with Jen Lopez. <laughs> uh, every rapper has their liquor. Now I'm a nothing ass. Nah. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, had you going. You thought I was going to say the N-word. <laughs> so he's like, look, my N-word pass has expired and I haven't renewed it. So until further notice, can't say it. <laughs> I had an invite this year. Once again, you heard about it last year and I'm telling you about it again. The, the bank party, the Christmas party for the bank. And it had the CEO, it had the CEO's son. What's up? You know how to party, and so do I. Uh, those of you who have ever seen The Wolf of Wall Street, that's what the Christmas parties look like. <laughs> you know, like there's like this little dance, like the main area with the tables and the buffet and all that shit and the open bars. But then there's the other part of the hall. And those rooms... Tell a different story. <laughs> they definitely paint a different picture. You know, there's um, everybody's looking like they're studying really hard on a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, there was cocaine all over the fucking place. It was ridiculous. 
Um, I didn't partake. No, I I didn't partake with them this year because, well, I I just kind of didn't. I wasn't feeling it. Oh, and plus I had a little cold. So having a minor cold did not help. So last thing I do need to do is fuck up my sinuses. Man, and all for for the conspiracy theorists out there, you know that the the global elite did pretty well. The uh they released the Epstein visitors list, the log, all the people who was there or who have been there. And of course, all we saw was Bud Light. You know, with a trans person. And uh <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean that was good. That that was pretty good. You know, it was pretty good. Uh Kid Rock played his part to the T. I mean, would you do it? Like if there were people doing criminal things and they were like, "Hey, if you, if you play along, then you get to keep this career of big money." Fuck yeah, man, because ain't nobody out there, you know what I'm saying, doing the opposite. Like pfft. Well, I don't know about that. If somebody was like, you gotta, you got to traffic these kids. I'm like, can we just traffic them back to their parents? Like, that's... <laughs> they, they need some home ec <laughs> or something. Manners. Any proper parenting. None of that shit we see today. Oh, man. Don't get me started. Today, you have mothers and fathers that will sit there and see a child shooting hit their son a gun and the kids are just like or the parents are like you better stop that one two i don't make me get that three two and one quarter two and one eight one point nine point oh eight <laughs> It's like the, the the whole time he's just doing all this like backwards and forward counting. The kid just murdered an entire town like that Rampage movie where he just murked everyone. That's what we have, man. You know why? Because people made it um, a problem to spank children. Not in a Mexican household. You know, behind closed doors, Mexican booties get fucking whipped. It don't, I don't, I don't know, but I'm just calling it how it is. <laughs> I got my ass whooped all the damn time. So that's why I'm able to be like, ah, that's why he's not listening. Because, you know, you beat that ass a few times and because it's not really the pain that's, that's doing the parenting or the, the lesson. It, it's the. Fuck, I did not get away with this activity. Or, you know, my behavior is going punished. And so many kids call their parents bluffs. And uh, hopefully you listening are not one of those people. Because, you know, th th this 2023 and they care about their feelings. Because kids have way too many feelings. Kids don't even know what the fuck they feel right now. More or less what gender they want to be. Oh, did I just, uh, did I rip the band-aid off some people there? Yeah, they uh, just, you know what? If you were, if you have to go and sit down on the toilet to pee, you just might be a girl. And, um, yeah, 
just it is what it is. I don't know. Some people are so fucking delusional. Mental health is on a steady decline in America. And I'll be happy to fucking say it. I, I don't care. You can get mad all you fucking want. Uh, but somebody's got to say it. You know, I'm I'm not paid billions of dollars by these other corporations like Joe Rogan. So I, I'm free to say it. And my sponsors back me up every single time. See, a lot of people want to take things that people say and bunch it up with hate, hate speech. But what is hate speech? And when you pull up the definition, oh, well, maybe that's not what he's doing. Yeah. See, I can speak my mind and not get in trouble. <laughs> Regardless, guys, it is the Christmas episode of the year. Excuse me. And, uh, you know, of course, Christmas is a time um, where people spend time in, with families. And, you know, this is supposed to be a time that brings people together. But I, I can't help but feel like it's tearing people against each other or like turning people against each other. It's uh, people are financially struggling to go out and impress people with gifts like Merry Christmas, here's a $3,000 Louis Vuitton purse. Like, is that necessary? It's just the spirit of giving, not the spirit of going broke. And lucky for me, my kids were fucking awesome this year. My kids were like, yo, I want a baking set. I want some, um, what was it, Ugg boots, you know, for the girls. And I was like, yo... That's it? Like, are y'all fucking with me right now? Like, y'all don't want a new cell phone or nothing like that? Bet. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> they did me a fucking huge favor. My wife got me a, a Christmas present. It's a, a JBL speaker. And uh, it's that big old extreme. Um, you know that one that's got that little lanyard thing on it? Hell yeah, that Extreme 3, Extreme 4, whatever. I don't know what's down there. But that thing gets loud. I love it. And when I'm jamming on my guitar, playing with the live shows and stuff through the speaker, it sounds so good. I had this little cylinder speaker that like, whenever bass would run through it, it would rattle and just be like, like it was broken. And I've been using that for so long, but now... Oh, now, baby, shit's changed, right? The tables have turned. Now I can be a real rock star. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, man. So, um, okay, let's answer this one. What are the resolutions for the Psilocybe Tribe podcast? Um, well, I don't know. It, it The podcast is going to go wherever it goes. You know, I say it's going to go here and it goes further. So I don't know. We just, you know, it's kind of like a balloon that you just have to let go and see how high it'll go. But for me personally, um, I want to put on weight. Um, I think I had a, a little bit of, uh, I don't know. 
I don't know how I don't know how to explain it other than some reflection. I'll I'll use that term. I was um, under some reflection, and I thought to myself, you know, I've lost some weight. There was this T-shirt that I have, and it used to fit super tight, and now it's like kind of loose. Like it's not nearly as tight as it once was, and. Uh, you know, it started to make me think, you know, do this weight loss journey that I've been on for the last two years, perhaps I've, I don't know, dare I say it, lost too much weight. Well, now I get the fun job of eating before I go to sleep because I spoke with my brother who is a, uh, he's a personal trainer and uh, he's, he's like, a he looks like a fucking marine soldier he's huge and he was telling me well yeah if you're gonna start this weight workout shit uh then you need to put on some weight and uh because see like i do push-ups i do like 50 push-ups like i try to do it every day but it, sometimes it turns out to like every other day and those of you that have been listening to this show for a while you know i've been doing the push-ups but if I'm not, like, if I'm kind of hitting a plateau, then I think that means I need to eat more. And um, that's my goal. So um, I'm going to not raise my cholesterol too high while gaining weight. And I'm hoping a little bit of gain or a little bit of weight that I gained for Thanksgiving would help, but I didn't eat too much. Because I do what's called uh, intermittent fasting. And that means, like, I'll go to sleep, and I won't eat until, like, let's say, I say I get up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and I don't eat anything until any solid food. I don't eat any solid food until probably about 3 or 4 p.m., and then I have dinner, and that was it. Like, it was one meal a day, and I think by doing that, I lost way too much weight. And uh, my problem is, is I can't eat food like I used to. You know, if I eat a plate of food, now I'm tired. And I feel like, you know, like I just hit a buffet. So I'm like, okay, this is not right. It's time to change this shit. And uh, I used to call myself Fat Tony. And now I'm not Fat Tony. So regardless, that's my resolutions. On top of that... um, just little personal shit. I want to do this better. I want to do that better. Um, yeah. I want to be less lazy. And it's hard to do that because I love my fucking video games. Y'all know that about me. From Resident Evil to Red Dead Redemption 2, Modern Warfare, uh, GTA right now. And GTA 6 is going to be coming out next year. Oh, man. Who's ready for that shit? Have you guys seen it? I'm going to look it up right now. Let's check this out. Rockstar Games. Okay, so they got like an airplane going on. A little heart. Wow. Oh, that looks so nice. Oh, they still have strip clubs. The bar looks nice. You can 
Wow. That is uh, insane attention to detail. Pieces of pizza. Like, wow. That's neat. Man. Oh, and police cars look nice. The money. Let me let me just stop this real quick. So those of you who have played GTA in the past, you know how the money looks. Like when money falls out of something, it just looks like a block, like a stack of bills that just doesn't fold or nothing. And the money on this looks so different. It's like actual fluffy looking bills. That stuff looks really cool. I mean, that's not just the strip clothes. That was just a clip that I've seen. But then there's also like, you know, reflections coming off the guns. It's if you've played Red Dead Redemption 2, you will see like how much detail there is. And there's like that kind of detail. And if not better in GTA 6, that is that is phenomenal game. Uh, I think it might be the very first game that I pre-order. I really think so. Now, there's also another game that I want, and it's called Dead Island 2. And I know, I get it. It's a zombie slasher, but that game is also very good with its detail. Um, supposedly, from what I've seen, I haven't really played it yet, so I really can't tell you if it was good. Because I wanted that uh, Back for Blood. I think that's what it was, or Back in Blood. And that was like a Left 4 Dead type of shoot 'em up zombie game. And when I played it, you know, it, it the the cover looked great. And that's my problem for judging a book by its cover. The cover looked cool and all, but it was a little cheesy. Like once I ran through the game, I was like, mm, I don't really feel like playing more than this. Then another zombie game was Dying Light 2. That game was so long of a game because you're constantly having to run back and forth between this, like throughout these cities. And it's just like tedious. It's tedious. It's it's like, oh, you got to kill this one certain zombie, pull out its tooth. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you get hit by that zombie, it takes like 98% of your health. Oh, it's like, what? Uh, anyways. Uh, not to say that it can't be done, because I got it done. So, huh, yeah, talk your shit. <laughs> now, there's definitely one thing between the uh, the GTA and the Red Dead Redemption games that I, I just love, and that's the gambling. The uh, casino games. It, it's just, oh, so fucking awesome. I love to play it, and especially when it's not like losing my own money. Because I very much enjoy Texas Hold'em Poker, a three-card poker, blackjack, you know, roulette. And, um, and of course, I know that GTA 6 is going to have, you know, a casino part. Because they, they've had it from, was it San Andreas? They had it, um, what was the other one? I don't know if they had a, a one in GTA 4. But I know they have one in 5, especially online. And it's... it's it's pretty interesting. It's pretty neat to see what Rockstar does with these games. They've always been very impressed, impressive. But anyways, on a side note, my wife and I went out for, uh, not boba. Uh, we took the kids for boba. But we had uh, ramen. 
like a bowl of ramen and we got a bowl each thinking like, oh, okay, we know what ramen noodles are, right? And wrong. Whenever they pull up, they had these bowls that were like, they could engulf our whole skull. <laughs> they were such huge bowls of ramen soup. And um, lo and behold, we had some sushi. So after we ate uh, that those sushi rolls, we were not very hungry. So we had to get it to go. But that's what I'm going to eat today. Hell yeah. Leftover ramen. I'm going to cook it up in a, in a, heat it up in a pot. That way it's legit. Ain't no microwave shit. This ain't crack cocaine. <laughs> I think it's just addictive. Ramen seems to be very addictive. It's got just, oh, all the spices, all the little additives. The, the, mm, the miso. It's so good. <laughs> I get it. Now, the one thing I haven't tried yet, and I'm eager to try it out, is pho. And I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I'm going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> is that faux? Some people pronounce it as faux. But it's a, uh, I believe, a, a Vietnamese cuisine. You know, I'm all about trying other cultures and foods and stuff. Um, I've even had a candy with a cricket inside. And it was like, yeah, the cricket's edible. So I ate the cricket, you know, and that's a um, uh, Brazilian or African. I don't know. One of those. But it was good. I was like, you know what? That, that's not bad for a cricket. <laughs> like, all right, moving on from video games, let's talk about real sport games. Oh, who sent me this shit? It's a a football star named Joel Joel Pedro. He's dating a 15 year old Brazilian actress, Mel Maia Maia. I'm just gonna call her Maya. Yeah. All right. So the story is that um, Maya, she is a uh, she's a big name where she comes from in her country in Brazil, and she ends up visiting. Um, she visits this other athlete in London last month, but the club has confirmed that she will now stay in Brazil until she turns sixteen. Because, you see, according to, uh, I guess, the Daily Star spokesman for Watford, who is sitting second from the bottom on the English Premier League ladder, he says both Joel and, that's got to be an easier way to say this name. We're just going to call him Joe. Joe and his girlfriend are very aware that... Um, of both the legality and cultural differences between the UK and Brazil. Uh, I believe he said uh, she has flown back to Brazil and will remain a resident there until and uh, has no intention of returning to England until like after her 16th birthday. And that's crazy because like, you know, here in America, it's different. But over there, the legal age of consent in Brazil, uh, where Pedro is from, is 14, you know, although it's 16 in the UK, like, that's not, that's unheard of, well, you know what, the six, I think it's 16 over here in Texas, I don't know, consent, though, that's just, though, that's a gray area, but uh, Pedro, who's 18, he joined uh, Watford from 
a Brazilian club and uh what is it? I can't even pronounce this shit. Fluminense. 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 And Fluminense in January. <laughs> and he made a club debut against Tranmere in the FA Cup. So he often shows off his private life on social media and one of his most recent uploads for his 738,000 followers is a picture of him and Maya kissing on a bridge in London. So, of course, you know, so many people, it's going to create controversy. That's how you get the buzz. That's cool. Uh, you know, other images will include them embracing each other in a swimming pool with a caption like, you complete me. Um, Maya is also open about their relationship on Instagram and has a, a whopping 7 million followers. Jesus. Um, it, it's believed that this pair started dating around last September. So definitely two young ones. Now, normally as a father myself, of uh, both a son and a, and a daughter, uh, I would, I would tend to disagree. However, it's not like, see, there's two, there's a gray area here too. It's not like she's dating some piece of shit off the streets, you know, who has nothing going for him, you know, works at a local fucking Starbucks or something, you know, like this kid is an athlete. He's got a good following, which with these followings come sponsorships and financial support, blah, blah, blah. But Without the fame and publicity and shit, fuck no. Absolutely not. I, like right now, I even have a problem with my own daughter dating some boy uh, from her school. And given, you know what, the, the funny part is that they literally, he literally lives right around the block from me. Exactly. I, I already know what some of you guys are thinking. Like, oh, fuck. This is just a disaster waiting to happen. And see, the whole deal uh, is I disagreed with her mom about her having a, quote, boyfriend. And most people, she's what? 12 years old. She's 12 years old. 12-year-old girls should not be having a boyfriend. They should be focused on school and and doing what they got to do and figuring themselves out before they decide to figure out a relationship. But you know how all these fucking kids are. They see these other idiots kids that are like, oh, this is my girlfriend for the week. Now this is my other girlfriend for the week. And it's just sometimes, I don't know, it's almost like a fucking contest with these kids. But regardless, my wife wanted to just let her have a boyfriend just to make her happy. And I was like, well, I don't feel like fighting your mother. But the moment that I find out that he is anything but kind to you and protective of you, then I will fight her. And I have no problem with that. I've even seen, I've met the boy once. And this kid talking on the phone. You, you know, whenever you're trying to like meet somebody, your girlfriend's parents... How would how do you think you should talk to them on the phone? Like this is your first conversation with them. You're just like, yes, ma'am. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm the perfect fit for your daughter. 
right? This dumb fuck just goes, what? Like, I'm talking about, we, man, my wife and I started roasting him immediately on the phone. Like, what is this, the Aflac quack duck? I was like, somebody killed Quacky? Like, what's going on? He sound like a duck on the phone. And, man, we were just grilling this fool like carne asada. We were grilling the shit out this kid. And it's it, because we weren't, like, you know what I'm saying? And then we find out that <laughs> we find out that this boy's mother is just he's she's against him having a girlfriend and simply just wants to make him happy. So she goes along with it. And I'm like, you know what? You don't. And then I've seen them. I've seen them in public. And his mother gave me like side eye for a split second. She saw that I was paying for a beer at a gas station. And then just ignored the shit out of me. And so I said hi to the boy. But she acted like I was, you know, the fucking plague. And I'm like, bitch, fuck you. Who the fuck you think you are? Like, yeah, I'm drinking a beer. I'm buying a beer. So fucking what? Anyways, I get it. You don't want to socialize with us because you want your son not to have a girlfriend. Because, you know, nowadays there are some people, just like it happened with me, that get trapped with children. And, uh, you know, for the ladies out there, I have a son, too. I Nobody wants that for their children. A hundred percent. Nobody wants that. You know, these kids, they're not thinking straight whenever they're young. They're pumped full of hormones, testosterone, estrogen, just going around ready to procreate. All that shit. But they just don't know how to channel that energy. And see, for me, I want that boy. That boy is like a guitar neck. Think of, and I'm not talking about an acoustic guitar. I'm talking about an electric guitar. This kid's arms and legs are sticks. He runs cross country just to give you an idea of what kind of skeleton he looks like. And so far, he really hasn't gained my respect. Like, I think that's one of the number one things that you want is your girlfriend's father to respect you. Right, guys? Fellas, come on, chime in here. And if you can't sit there and talk to him other than saying, what? Like, hello? Not even a fucking hello. I, we, we sat there and grilled him and then just hung up on him. Like, we were like, fuck this. But she just, she insists. And so I tried to find out, why is this? What? Why do you like this kid? And... Uh, She's like, oh, well, he's the nicest one. Or, you know, out of all the guys that are that are mean or whatnot, he seems to be the nicest one to me. And so I'm like, well, same thing with my son. Do you know what flirting is? Some people will neg you. They will push you and try to pull you in and compliment you and then push you away. They want to get you to, infatuated with them. That's called game, you know, and... These kids are completely clueless to the game. And I, I know I was there once. But anyways, I guess she doesn't know. So, so far, she says that all, you know, some a lot of these guys have been mean to her and all this. Who knows if they're even teasing her and trying to flirt? You know, like, who knows? Because these boys are going home and asking their parents, how do I flirt with this girl? I like her. And so then they come in there and start talking shit. And she's like, oh, fuck you, never. And you know what I mean? 
she doesn't know to accept. So, like, <sighs> fellas, do y'all feel my frustration here? <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, I know that I cannot be the only one dealing with this. But, yeah, if it, if as a father, I'm very protective of my girls. Now, it, whether they keep in contact with me or not, I don't care. But when it comes to protecting them, you don't, they don't want to be on my bad side. They, they don't. Like, especially that little skinny boy. I'll, I'll snap him like a fucking Slim Jim. Oh, man. Anyways, I can't help but not respect him until he shows me and earns my respect. And so that's, that's just what's going on. So, you know, a lot of... Plus, these kids are young. They don't know how to think for themselves, you know, which goes back to these, uh, these, the, the 15-year-old chick, uh, Maya. You know, if, if she was 20 and he was like 23 or 24, at least you would think, okay, they this girl has had time to mature or some shit, right? But she's 15. Like, what 15-year-old has their entire life mapped out. You take a 15-year-old, give them some publicity and some fame. I mean, how do you think a 15-year-old's going to, you know, they're going to have those wheels, like, instead of rims, they're going to be dollar signs acting like they're baller. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that's crazy, right? I, this, this one's, I know that a lot of baby mamas listen to... Uh, listen to this show. So as a concerned parent myself, you know, I, I really feel like I'm connecting with a lot of ladies out there. Uh, whether you're at work, driving in the car, cleaning your house, whatever, you know, going for a walk at the gym, get it, mama, you go get it, girl. Um, man, speaking of, I'm going to get back in the gym. My boys, um, my closest dudes, they are all having children. Like, they're doing what I happen to do at 18 right now. And so, I'm like, we've basically switched lives. While they're preparing for a child, and I, you know, I'm getting my head out of, you know, that shit, or that era. Um, They got to live their lives. And so, my wife and I and shit, we're trying to live ours. But... At the same time, you know, it, it's kind of hard because our people are having kids, they're preparing, you know, they're getting ready for families and all this shit. But anyways, oh man, big shout out to my boy, uh, Koi. Ooh, I shouldn't, that's all I'm going to say is uh, my my buddy Koi, he's, uh, he's a strong man. He's a very strong-willed man as well. Um, I highly respect him. He's a good friend of mine. Um, he just he, he just recently had a baby, and I haven't gotten around to saying congratulations to them. Uh, T T and Brisket, they're both got kids on the way. Uh, man, it's it's gonna be cool and exciting just to see the little mini versions of them. And, and it just I, the one thing that I tell each and every one of them is the same shit that I would say to this day. These first 10 years, you ain't going to miss shit. You ain't missing out on nothing. Anything that you think you're going to miss out on with this baby, it's still going to be there. 
whenever that baby's 10 years old. And so I said, the first 10 years of that child's life are the greatest years that you're ever going to spend. Because I fucked up with mine. I tremendously fucked up with mine. I was chasing, uh, I was looking for a wife when I should have been a father. I was looking for uh, drugs and out, you know, party life when I should have been a father. And I was young and immature. So I know that those were the years, if I could go back, that's the only thing that I would change. And that's simply just my time. You know, but where did that shit get me? You know, the all this shit that I went through, it didn't get me anywhere. Today, I'm so far better. I'm, I'm so, so much better off than where I would be. You know, I, I've, I bought, uh, I bought two cars, you know, like that's, it's a huge accomplishment for people like in their early thirties to have two fully paid cars under the, under their belt. And, you know, just to grind for it, man, a lot of people don't know how to work these days. Y'all want to talk about people that can't work? Oh, let, let me, well, first off, let me get on a good level with the younger crowd because the younger crowd doesn't know how to work. <laughs> you know, they go to the restroom like 50 times a day. And that's how you can tell immediately. You can tell whether or not somebody's a shitty worker or a good worker. Now, me personally, I go to the restroom a lot, but I'm literally there for like, uh, 25, 60 seconds. I give myself a good, like, gone in 60 seconds type shit. I'm gone for two minutes, and I'm back. These other people are like, yo, I'm going to the restroom, and they're gone for half an hour. <laughs> oh, man. But that's the young crowd. You know, I, I've known so many people that have done that, and they are not old people. They're not. Or if they are older people, they're actually shitting and they blow up the fucking restroom. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, contrary to my family members, right? The people that I absolutely love and respect. Um, my parents, they completely hate Donald Trump. They do. They don't like Donald Trump. I, however like Donald Trump and what he stands for. Now, the shit that comes out of his mouth could definitely be filtered, but he's more or less waving his dick on camera saying, I know who I am. I know what I'm here to do. I'm fucking rich, and I will always have a better life than you. So I can talk my shit, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I'm talking about millions and millions and millions of times. <laughs> I did my best impression. But um, anyways, Trump made a comment. And man, he's getting some backlash right now. Um, mm, Trump says that immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. And Biden starts to campaign uh, the Biden campaign, they, they're trying to tell people, isn't this just like Hitler? And I'm like, calm the fuck down. I mean, his criticism, he says, is of immigrants from all over the world. That's including Asia and Africa, blah, 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 blah. So the actual quote was, they let 
I think the real number is 15, 16 million people into our country. When they do that, we got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. And that's what he told a, a crowd at a rally in New Hampshire. And that's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world. Not just, you know, I think he could have chose a different set of words. <laughs> uh, because, like, you know, whether you love him or hate him, he, he does choose the wrong words. Um, he could say that the 15 and 16 million immigrants coming into this country are a problem, but because, you know, there's, there's so many, I don't know what the fuck ever happened to Biden. Biden says, let's all bring the dreamers, right? What happened to the dreamers? Uh, he was supposed to give people their green cards or residency and stuff like that. People that like different uh, people that have been here from the age of like babies all the way to now that are functioning members of society. Um, he got your vote, but did absolutely nothing. I mean, he made sure to smell your children's hair. <laughs> oh man, I'm reaching hard over here, but I'm sorry. I'm just so upset. Like if I was, um, if I was campaigning for president, and some of the things that I'm promising are are not able to happen. I'm going to get out there and make it publicly known. Hey, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to do this. But there are obstacles in my way. There are people in my way. Something. Give us something. No, nothing. He's like, hey, listen. My son is out there smoking crack. And he's eating a bowl of Cheerios. Ooh, I love Cheerios. And Rocky Road ice cream. I got some Rocky Road ice cream in the back right now. It's like, motherfucker, we're not talking about fucking ice cream. <laughs> it's like, can we get that, that, what is it, Kamala Harris? Can you get her, get her, uh, her mouth off of somebody's dick and get out here and do something? Oh, man. Y'all know about Kamala Harris, right? No, she needs no introduction. She's... She laid on her back and rode all the way up the ladder. <laughs> sure, these comments are disgusting. I get it. I I completely understand. But you can't tell me right now. It, yeah, sure. It, it's not okay for an American president to be saying these things. That's what they're saying about Trump. But listen, it is not okay for us to have a president who simply cannot remember what day it is. We can't have a present that's incoherent, you know, or, or what is, is that the term that I'm looking for? Who's just not there, like almost retarded. Just say what you want, but we just, we simply can't have that. That's our problem as well. So you, you're either going to take some nursing home that doesn't, you know, uh, somebody that is on their way out of their life versus Somebody who makes rude comments. I mean, you know what I mean? You got to weigh. It's like, which poison is more poisonous to you? They both suck. They're both all for themselves and their own agendas. Sure. But all I know is whenever I had more money in my pocket than I ever had before, Trump was our president. And yes, it would be awesome if he could just shut the fuck up and handle business.
But of course, he's he. How long has he? He's been rich for so long, so he's like uh, cocky, you know. But I'm not excusing him. I'm not. I'm just trying to understand his perspective as to why he behaves and speaks the way that he does. So, anyways, oh look at this. We are over the line right now. Um, well, we made it. That's our hour today. Um, better yet, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just keep going. Y'all want to hear about a dude that got shot here in Texas? You know, Texas, we love our guns. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, man. Can y'all hear that? There's like police sirens going on. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, they're getting louder. That's what it's like having guns in this state. Here in Texas, we don't fuck around. No. <laughs> I have no idea what those sirens are for. Probably a bad wreck or some shit. But anyways, let's get back to it. Um, a man was shot in the head while helping a friend move out of her ex-boyfriend's home. Um, at least that's what the cops told the news. Uh, several calls came rolling in about the shooting. And uh, League City police responded to the scene on the city's northeast side about maybe 3.20 a.m. Saturday, December 16th. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but 3.20 a.m.? Like, who are you moving out? A stripper? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? Investigators are saying that a a woman and friends went to the apartment complex to help move her belongings out of her ex-boyfriend's unit. And at some point, police claimed that the uh, the ex-boyfriend started opening fire and wounding one of the woman's friends. Police say that a 26-year-old uh, guy shot at the victim's pickup truck as the group was leaving. And a bullet struck the 22-year-old man in the head. Ooh! Fuck, man, you only been drinking beer for a year. <laughs> Fuck, man. So police had already been called out there to this shit. They were like hours earlier. They knew that um, that this this guy and this chick had been fighting. You know, shit was... It was already known that this shit was getting getting a little hairy <laughs> so anyways he's uh he got arrested and he's being charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and his bond is set at a hundred thousand dollars holy shit now if you don't know what league city is it's like 20 something miles uh south of houston but fuck man that's crazy. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if a woman decides to leave me, I don't give a fuck who she comes with to pick up her shit. Get your shit and get the fuck out of here. If you think you can get better, if another man can treat you better, then who the fuck am I to hold you from that? Go on. Get on with your bad self. <laughs> anyway, that's just the crazy world we live in. Dude shot him. Like, why would you shoot somebody Unless they were all shit-talking 
and the dude just simply couldn't fight with his hands. So he was like, I'll show you. Pew, I can hit you from way over here. Now that's that's pussy shit, in my opinion. That that's hella pushy shit. <laughs> that dude was probably thinking, like, you know what? I didn't pay six hundred dollars for this Glock just to have it weigh down my pants. Cause you wanna talk some shit? I'm gonna go to prison for it. Bow, bow. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, we took a little bit of a break. It is Christmas season. Um so with the Christmas holiday coming upon us, I thought we would, you know, we wouldn't dip both of our feet into the debauchery that is the suicide tribe. This world is crazy. And those of you that are listening for the for the first time, um, I really hope you understand that this this podcast is really just a voice from people that are tired of seeing what's going on. But what can we do? If I happen to grab enough people and educate them or spark a you know, a light bulb in their brains to think differently. Maybe shit like this wouldn't happen. You know, that's, um, I I know some people, they ridicule me. They laugh at me for say, Oh, you're eating mushrooms. You're, you're druggy or something, but no, perhaps, you know, it's a religious experience for myself and I'm not going around saying, well, you believe in a ghost and a mythological creature, but nobody's banging you over the head with it. You know, this figurine on a cross is going to save you. Sure. Well, you see if they feed you when you're hungry or whether or not you feed yourself. See, I'm not attacking anyone's religious beliefs, but it is a religious belief for me that these mushrooms happen to open your mind to a different perspective and a positive one as well. A positive, uh, thankful you know, just nothing negative. It, no, nowhere does it say or does it make you feel like I'm ready to go fight. You know, alcohol does that. The wine, right? The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ seems to really make people want to spill blood. But why is it the mushroom? <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm fucking around, guys. Um, thank you once again for tuning in. We'll have another episode, hopefully... Before Christmas time. I can't guarantee it. I'm getting back to the States. And uh, it's all good. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.